It's your girl, the Chocolate Writer, and I'm back on your airways. Welcome to my podcast, Did You Hear What Chocolate Said? Thank you for tuning in. Today's topic is a little messy. At first, I wasn't going to speak on it, but then as the buzz died down and I noticed nothing was happening to correct the issue, I decided, yeah, I need to have my say on it. You'll see what I'm referring to in just a minute. You ready? Let's go. April Fool's Day. I cannot stand April Fool's Day. It's a day when people who think they have a great sense of humor decide to prank people. If you know the chocolate, then you know I'm not a fan of pranks. Sure, I love to laugh and joke. I love going to comedy plays and stand-up shows. I admire people that can even remember jokes. And they say them well enough to repeat over and over again without a hitch. Not my strength. I'm not too serious for comedy, but pranks are something else. They just aren't funny to me, especially if they involve scaring somebody or making a person mad when it's like a fake thing or if it might potentially hurt somebody. Not funny to me. I want no part of it. So I never look forward to April 1st. The only good thing about it is it's one of my best friends and her twin sister's birthday. That's it. So I don't know if you heard, but this past April Fool's Day... Comedian and actress Monique did a show in New York. While she was on stage, talking to the audience, of course, out walks Lee Daniels, the guy who directed her in Precious, the movie she won that Oscar for. He came out on stage. So now in case you forgot, Lee Daniels got upset with Monique 13 years ago because Monique refused to travel to promote the movie overseas like every other star did. Her excuse? It wasn't in her contract, and she didn't want to leave her family. What? Monique and Lee Daniels didn't just have a working relationship. They were friends. Can you imagine your friend that you put on saying that they're not going to do everything expected of them to promote the movie that garnered her success because it's not in her contract and she's supposed to be your girl? No. When Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey got wind of it and were asked about it, they both agreed it was expected of her to promote like everyone else did without it being stipulated. After that, stories started leaking about Monique, how difficult she was to work with, Stories put out by multiple people. Because of that, movie offers for for Monique started to dry up. So Monique then supposedly fought back. You know, I'm putting up my little fake quotes up there. By publicly accusing Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, and Oprah Winfrey of blackballing her in Hollywood. Claims all three of them vehemently denied. They did do interviews and Daniel said quite frankly that Monique knew the assignment 
And her reputation in Hollywood was that she was difficult to work with. And she lost work because of it. She knew her assignment, but her husband, who she calls daddy, and her so-called manager, seemed to control the situation. And Monique chose not to promote. That was way back in 2009. So after several years of not seeing Monique in anything remotely as funny as the Queens of Comedy, of which she was a member, she was trying to rebuild her career. In walks Netflix, one of the fastest growing networks known for its offerings of comedians with their specials and comedy shows back in 2018. They offered Monique half a million dollars for her to do a one-hour exclusive stand-up comedy special. Now, usually when you sit down and discuss these deals with big balling networks like Netflix, you expect a negotiation. It's never one offer and out. According to all reports, that was Netflix's offer, half a million. This offer allegedly was only a fraction of the offers made to other comedians. Other comedians who were not black, per the lawsuit. The name Amy Schumer was bounced around during this time who Netflix ended up paying 26 times what they offered Monique for her exclusive Netflix comedy special. After negotiating from the original offer of $11 million. So many people acknowledge she was funny, but not $13 million funny, not Amy Schumer. So they also offered Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Now you can imagine how upset this made Monique. She had a career of demonstrated and proven comedy success at the time, superb comedic timing on her show, The Parkers, and in movies with other comedians and comedic actors, she was great. Monique and Daddy complained, and Netflix dug in their heels and said, nah, that's the offer, something that's not ever done in Hollywood. So when Monique asked what's the difference between her and Amy, they told her they feel that's all Monique would bring in, despite her resume. In fact, they even told her they didn't go off a resume. When she asked them, what about Schumer? What about her made them think that she would command 26 times what Monique would? They gave the excuse of, well, Schumer sold out Madison Square Garden twice and has a successful summer movie out called I Feel Pretty. Um, well, uh, isn't that looking at Schumer's resume? I would say so. So to top it all off in their ramblings with Monique, they even patronize her by saying how they consider Monique a legend. Monique's response was, well, why shouldn't I get what the legends are getting then? Well, I agree with her on that question. Monique decided to take it to the public. She realizes the effect the, the, the effect the court of public opinion can have. So she went to the people asking us to stand with her against gender and racial bias and boycott Netflix. Now, Monique, before Precious, was beloved in the black community. She was expecting us babies to stand with her with a couple of get on Monique's and that ain't right. But instead... What happened still has me baffled. People said she and her husband uh, ruined the prestige of the comedy industry. 
and Monique's dignity by their accusations against Oprah, Tyler, and Lee Daniels. And because of that, many people, black people, turned on her. Twitter blew up saying things like, Monique done lost her mind if she thinks we're going to boycott Netflix. <laughs> but you, and they called her a B, you know, B, you not even funny. I don't know you still was, I didn't even know you were still around. I'm legit watching Netflix as we speak. That's what said what Spike Reed said on um, Twitter. Ouch. <laughs> and then at Bradu said, nobody's boycotting Netflix because of Monique, LOL. Many people called into morning talk shows saying she should settle for the 500000 I said, hell no, she shouldn't have. She's an Academy Award winning Grammy nominated for comedy albums, Emmy nominated for sitcom work, New York Times bestselling uh, author, an original queen of comedy, which she headlined. She definitely deserved at least six figures. But where I feel she messed up is in her messaging and asking the public to boycott. She should have simply just gone straight to the courthouse. Trying the public opinion route wasn't smart to me because she had already fallen out with three of the biggest names in Hollywood. You know, Oprah, Tyler, and Lee Daniels. So in 2019, Monique filed suit in the Central District Court in California, alleging gender and racial discrimination and asserting that Netflix retaliated against her when she rejected the lowball $500,000 offer. Netflix challenged the suit, filing briefs demanding a dismissal of the case. In July of 2020, the court ruled that Monique plausibly alleged that Netflix did illegally retaliate after she rejected that crappy offer, meaning Monique can go forward with a lawsuit. The court said Monique raised a novel theory arguing that Netflix's alleged failure to negotiate an opening offer in good faith, as is customarily done in the industry, constitutes an adverse employment action for purposes of retaliation on a claim. Netflix saying their $500,000 offer is fair is insulting, in my opinion. So now quickly, Monique fell out with Steve Harvey after she appeared on his show in 2009, 2019. Now, at that time, she told Steve she was hurt because instead of coming to her to discuss what's going on and give her advice, he simply publicly criticized her about her feud with Oprah, Tyler, and Lee Daniels, as well as Netflix. Their exchange got heated, especially when Steve talked about how as black entertainers, in some cases, you have to take some deals you know are unfair just to get the bag and build those up, stack your chips, and when you accumulate checks, that's when you use your money to help your family and to help your people. By the end, though, Steve did acknowledge that he's sorry he didn't contact her privately. He was caught up working on his own life and didn't take the time. He did apologize for that. But after the show, she started calling him the C-word. And I don't mean the disgusting C-word some horrible men use for some women. I mean C-O-O-N. I'll spell it because, you know, I'm not uttering that word. But that's what she called him. 
Not much was said about Steve since then. During that time, when D.L. was asked about it, he was honest in his opinion, but he didn't go really hard on her. Not back then in 2019. So fast forward to 2022. April Fool's Day. That's where I started, right? Monique is doing her Monique and Friends comedy show. And who comes out but Lee Daniels? He publicly apologizes to her. Tells her he loves her. They embrace. It seems like they've made up. You know, 50 Cent has signed her to, to be part of the Power franchise. So Monique takes this gig in Detroit with D.L. Hughley and other folks. Then she goes on next to last because D.L. is the headliner. And when she gets on stage, she unleashes over 10 minutes of some of the most foulest, vile, personal attacks that I've ever heard a comedian ever say about anyone, let alone a fellow comedian. I'm sure you all have heard the sound bites from that show. Monique says she was supposed to be the headliner at that Detroit comedy booking and DL was on the lineup. When she gets there, she's told that DL refused to go on unless the lineup was changed. She said to the audience, the quote, the contract said the headliner but that she was a headliner, but D.L. Hughley turned into a B.I.T.C.H. and said, I won't perform if she does that. I won't go out if she does that. So when I leave this mf the headliner has left, end quote. She also said, quote, N-word, you open for the kings of comedy. I close for the queens of comedy, end quote. She implied that D.L. might even be on the down low, the gay reference, you know, and she said, quote, what does DL stand for? End quote. She brought his family into it, saying she feels sorry for them and referencing the trauma his daughter must be feeling after DL didn't believe her back in the day when she was younger. And she told DL that one of his friends had molested her. Recently during his show, DL spoke about this and said he regretted not believing her at the time. He also talked about how he apologized to his daughter already and, and, and how dare Monique bring her into this situation. Basically, this whole thing is bad. Monique is not helping her situation in terms of public opinion. Um, recently, the court actually found that Monique proved the bias claims against Netflix and she and the network settled in exchange for her dismissal of the charges. After this happened in a comedy show, Monique publicly apologized for how she treated DL's family. But then she follows that up by saying that everything that she said by DL about DL himself, she meant all that. But she apologized for, for hurting his family. So that's like a backhand, like a backdoor apology. Doesn't sound very genuine to me. And plus, for many people, it's too little too late. I'm one of those people. I, I just think she couldn't be more disingenuous. So in my opinion, here's a deal. Monique embarked on a tantrum, which spun out of control. In the process, she's caused irreparable harm to her relationships with some of the superstars of Hollywood. And she did so at a time when she finally seemed to be getting her career back on track. You know, with the whole 50 Cent thing. And everything and booking all these comedy shows. 
But all of the enemies that she's created, Oprah, Tyler, Steve, DL, they're doing fine. They haven't missed their money. When Steve Harvey's network talk show was canceled, Monique laughed about it and said it was Steve's karma. What she wasn't counting on is Steve Harvey just simply moved his show to Atlanta and broadcast it on Facebook Live. He's still making the same money with less overhead. Plus, he expanded Family Feud to Africa. Getting money. You know, Steve Harvey going to stay getting money. He still has all kinds of business holdings as well. So, she's wishing that karma on him is not having any effect. Monique's antics have not hurt anybody but herself. So although I'm team DL in this situation, I do hope she's learned valuable lessons from all of this. Also, I love a good redemption story. So, you know, I hope she can get herself back on track. It's going to be real interesting to see what happens from here on out and to see if she mends any fences with those she's um, alienated. Or if she tries to, will they allow it? Will they even accept her apology? We don't know. It remains to be seen. So once again, thank you so much for listening today. I understand that, you know, this was a a quick one. I promise more engaging content as we go along through the rest of the year. Make sure that you like this episode and follow me across all podcast sites where you watch your podcast like Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, hopefully soon on iHeartRadio and Amazon. And when you've um when you're with your friends and the DL Monique subject comes up, tell them to listen to this episode of Did You Hear What Chocolate Said, where I lay out all the details. This is going to be posted on my Facebook page at The Chocolate Writer on Facebook and on Twitter. And my Twitter handle is also at Chocolate Writer. Tell me what you think about my take on it in the comments. This is Season 2, Episode 3. It's in the books. See you next episode. And as I always do right about this time, I wish you nothing but love, peace, and chocolate.